Hi, Billions. Hello. We're back out here. Always. Indubitably out here. We got our two keyboards set up. Casio, mother and father. Casio, son, son and daughter. For those out there who are really wondering, we got a, uh, a Casio SA2, SA20 uh, um, and a... What the fuck <laughs> do you have over there? Big vein on the Casio SA120. SA20. SA20, no. excuse me. Seabum uh, on the... On the CTK558 Casio. Gearheads. <laughs> the nicest the nicest Casio keyboards you can get on the market 20 years ago. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, we're going to do... We, we had fun doing that, that dumbass song from last week. Uh, the... Uh, what was it called? What, dude, what, what becomes of the broken hearted? song was stuck in my head like all, all for a couple days yeah we we felt like we as a walk that one three, <laughs> we got our we got our little paper we got our little right paper we got our little paper we got coffee yeah this is a last one last one in case you couldn't tell we were we were pretty hyped up and drunk at about 2 a.m <laughs> is that drunk. is that what we did i was drunk I think you were pretty pretty stoned. But yeah, we finished we wrapped that one up at about two thirty and went to bed. Uh so this one is a nice morning one. And I thought for a nice morning one, uh we could do a, a song with a little bit more chill to it. If that song was like the height, if if Land of the Brokenhearted or whatever was like height the land of like of the broken was like Land before time of the Brokenhearted. <laughs> Starring uh what's that Sarah the Triceratops. Um <laughs> And Ducky. No, that one was like the the heroic phase of like Motown records with like the full orchestra. I feel like this one is a much more chill Motown song. Hell yeah! Later but uh, we're back. We're back analyzing hits. Yeah. So, so let's, let's just we're we gonna just we're gonna play? I'm gonna play it. All I'm right, gonna play right, it first. Right. This is uh, I only have eyes for you, by the Flamingos, 1959. Here it is. My love must be a kind of blind love I can't see anyone but you Thank you. 
Do, uh, are we back let's start we're back let oh. me start with a little like background shit um, yeah like what year was it made yeah so only have that. eyes yeah that was the flamingos version uh it was written that was recorded 1959 got released but this was like an old uh fucking like jazz standard for a long time but it really got big with the flamingos uh composer harry warren i was okay. checking him out he was a Fucking born in 1893. Damn. <laughs> in Brooklyn. He's a New Yorker. Woo! Uh, lyricist Al Dubin. This guy is even older. He's from Switzerland. Uh, it was composed for a movie. Became a jazz standard, covered by a couple of people. I'm just kind of reading the Wikipedia page. And uh, yeah, a couple people made, made hits out of it, including Art Garfunkel, which I didn't know. I kind of want to check that one out, too. But this one was kind of the big one by the Flamingos. Okay. 1959 um yeah so okay so it was a jazz standard written by harry warren harry warren yeah okay in like 1934 so this is very much composed in like the the jazz age kind of like or i guess the tail end of the jazz age kind of great depression is just ending Um, harry warren sounds like a white name yeah, I've got his picture right here. He's he looks like a old old. I don't know if he's Jewish. American composer, real name Salvatore Antonio Guaragna. Such a cooler name. Yeah. Why would you change your name to <laughs> Harry Warren? His um, father changed the name to Warren when he was a child. Okay. Um, but yeah, okay. sounds like an okay guy. Taught himself to play accordion, sang Hell in yeah. church choir, played drums professionally. Okay. Uh, so taught he himself was out piano. There. He was he was busy. Yeah, he was, he it was, sounds one of eleven of Italian uh, children of an Italian immigrant family. In, okay, in so he was like, yeah, the part of the Italian, yeah, like so, Brooklyn craze, yeah, <laughs> or like the New York Italian craze. Yeah, um, so this the he guy, was walking here once. He was walking, <laughs> walking here. <laughs> um, yeah, and like got got a, wrote a lot of songs. Seems like he had he had a couple, he had a couple hits. Oh shit! He wrote that's amore. <laughs> Ew! Whoa! What? He wrote okay. That's like a, a household joke song. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's um, that's a funny tie-in. All right. So, but like a Motown hit, 
nonetheless. Also included sure. on all the best of, on the best ofs. Was um, it on your mom's best of? It was on your mom's best of. Um, I feel like, I feel like, okay, so it's like a romantic, like, ballad kind of thing in like, what is that, like 12-8? It's also what? like hella reverb yeah <laughs> right where was this super re- where was this version recorded is it like was it recorded in a cathedral <laughs> or something like that uh i don't know i it wonder was used if in a lot of movie like, soundtracks yeah i wonder if they were like first experimenting with like the big studio reverb plates at this time you know you know what i'm talking about yeah it could um, be um but yeah has uh has been in a lot of movies a lot of people sang it I wanna. I'm gonna play you at the end of this the Action Bronson sample of this because it's really dope. Okay. Made by Party Supplies. So um, harmonically, this one has a more uh, attainable, easily attainable understanding. Yeah. I feel I was like thinking, it has like an ostinato, which is like a repeating bass line or like a loop. Yeah. Of just C major, B flat major, and then G minor, right? Um, With the constant C. Is that what's going on? Um, let's 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 get into that. Let's just do our little preface once again. That uh, we're gonna we're gonna harmonically just analyze it through pretty quickly, Tear and it's gonna apart. be it's gonna be nerdy yet again and hard to listen to. But if you wanna hear nails on a chalkboard, me specifically struggle through it, and Sean patiently wait for me to figure it out and write Not stuff really down. Not really how this goes. Um, stay tuned. So wait, can we talk about that? It's got a cute little intro. I want to say first off that yeah. like. Um, I only have eyes for you. And like the constant C really high up. Mm-hmm. They seem to be related, right? There's like a like like the word only or like a singular objective and viewpoint, right? You're talking about the fact that throughout the whole song there's this like yeah, <laughs> that there's just like this this one yeah. focus uh, on this one high C. Yeah. And I feel like that that might be a good place to kind of start. Is that, um, like, the tonality is kind of tied in to the message of the song by yeah. being, like, reinstated over and over again, right? Um, sure. I only have eyes for you, <laughs> right? It's almost like a toddler kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that's, that's pretty dope. Um, it's pretty cool. I also just, if we're doing just kind of general remarks, I feel like I feel like if that if that last Motown song was like a weird Strauss Bromsian thing, this mm-hmm. is much more of like a Debussy-ish kind of wash. Oh yeah, sorta, and sorta I think that has vibe. to do also with like the reverb, <laughs> the reverb. <laughs> yeah, and the and like I don't know. Um, we should listen. Hold up. Let's okay. Let's talk about the intro. Yeah. Let's let's, see the let's intro. get into this. Um, hang on, let me let me try and. You want to go for it? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna say it's like a B flat. B flat seven. B flat seven. So is that like a B flat four too, or am I just hearing? What does it land on? 
B do flat? the last no uh, uh, what do you mean uh-huh d major and then c major okay so let me figure it out so german six of german six go resolving to five of d that would be German sixth is the one that's just a major, that's just a dominant seventh. Uh huh. Nope. A seven? reversal of like how like a German six would usually go, right? Wouldn't it usually go to like a D six four? And it then could. I mean it could go to a. a. If we were in D minor, it would be it would just go to A. It could yeah yeah yeah. Okay. I think that's like to avoid the parallel shit, right? Okay, so is there a B flat in the bass in that one? Or is it a A flat in the bass? I can't play tell. it again. One more time. Those are some thick guitar chords. Okay, so my my guess would be that like it's like the bar chords that have the fifth in the bottom, right, on the guitar. So F in the F in the bass. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then E in the bass. And then D major. With a D in the bass. Probably. Ah, the E doesn't sound right. It's like he keeps the F in the My love, my... No. That would be too... That would be <laughs> that's, too that's evil. That's crunchy. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I hear A-flat. This is bugging me. I mean, like, based on how the guitar plays its bar chords, which those sound like, my guess is that, like, the fifth is probably in the bass for that one. It does sound like, like, this stays, but that doesn't sound right. Point being that it's very strange. It sounds like some weird, bizarre-ass cadence going into G major, where we stop on five of G with a D major, right? Like, it should go like... 
Say that again. It's you saying it sounds, it sounds like, like it's, it's like a German six of five of D. Yep. Uh, Going to like an then, A major. Uh huh. And then and then D seven. And then like it would end up in G. But, so. But we do like a major two down to one. It seems to be like wasn't that a big core, like key thing in. Uh, I don't think that there was two. a G major. No, but the like the major two and the major one were like big. I feel like those two are. I've seen I feel a like lot. more more. Um, let, let's keep going. So we got the introduction. Okay, so basically, basically B flat seven to an A seven to D, and then resolving to C. Like the song starts. The song is in resolving C. in quotes. Song is in C? Yeah. Is that fair to say? Um, so that's intro. All played the by guitar, The song is in right? like C Mixolydian-ish. Because <laughs> there's all those B flats. Cool. All right. So we've got our little guitar intro. My love must be a kind of blind love. That's pretty. I can't see the major seven on the B flat. So we've got. So you said ostinato earlier. Ostinato is referring to kind of a repeated pattern of chords, or like a repeated bass line, usually. Mm -hmm. um, so we've got kind of a repeating bass line. Is there that G minor yet, you said? Or I think yeah. we're just on B and B No, it's and quick. C. It's like... Okay, I want to hear that one more time. My love must be a kind. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Are we sure that it's A7, the second chord? <laughs> no. It's G. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> That's why the F stays. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck, okay. So we fucked that We're up. We're an idiot. We're one collective idiot. Okay, revision. First chords in the introduction in the guitar. B flat seven down to a G seven. Uh huh. D major, which feels like it should resolve to G. That would make a little more sense now because there's already been a G kind of present. And no, actually, that makes more sense now that it resolves to C. I feel like because we already have that. We have a G seven on like the bar before it, the downbeat. Right. Yeah. We got this B seven, G seven, and then this kind of passing chord. I'm gonna. Go ahead and say that this is not actually a G7. I mean, not not a G7, not a B flat seven. Cause it's an A sharp in the bass, is it not? A sharp going up to B. Sure. And then like a, a so, G sharp in the, in the, what's the A flat then? A flat, A flat and A sharp? going to is yeah i guess so what kind of chord is that g i mean g, you can call it c double flat i suppose and have like f a c um 
the face. See, <laughs> now that doesn't seem right. Point being that it's just like. Well, at least we got the chord actually right. I don't know why we thought it was an A7. What's wrong with our ears? My ears have been dumb for years. My um, ears are stupid. So, revision. If you're just looking to, to play this on a keyboard and not harmonically analyze it, B flat 7, G7, D, and resolve to C. C. Okay, so we've got our ostinato. Ostinato is a repeating bass line. So once the song actually starts in bar three or whatever, we've got we've got C major, uh -huh. B flat major, with a little added seven. You were saying mm -hmm. added flat seven, flat seven or natural no, seven? No, natural seven. Okay, and then a quick a quick stop at G minor before it goes back to C. Right? Mm -hmm. Let's hear it again. So it's doing the bass line from the chords from the intro, right? B flat, G, D, C. Well, that makes a lot more sense. That's interesting though. Okay, so a couple interesting revelations in that in that moment of, of listening. Uh, the ostinato and kind of the chord progression in the actual verse of the song is based on the intro. Mm -hmm. So we got C, which is kind of our home key, mm -hmm. down to a B flat, which was our first chord in the song, down to a G quickly, G major. G well, no, this one is G minor. G minor. Because the B flat is also constant, even on the downbeat of the C major chord. It's right. a dominant chord. Okay, so we've got our C major, B flat, G minor, D. Right, but this time it's just like it's, a little, like a poggiatore. Yeah, it's just right? basically the, the even, roots of just, the chords kind of turned into an ost ostinato. Yeah, it which kind is kind of just nice. Turned, yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's like a like little he poetic. He took away the chords uh, because now there's the A natural with the B flat. G is minor. It's all kind of like the wild chords from the beginning are put into a key or like a, a mode. Yeah. Right? That's kind of nice. Um, also of note is that it doesn't always do the... Right. It kind of just sometimes like... goes back and forth. Like the, it kind of dips in and out of that G. The D, right. D. Then Because the, those are kind of extra. Those are mainly summed up by the B flat move. I mean like... Yeah. The G kind of loses its power as five with the B flat anyway, right? Like it's easy to hear the G as an extension of the B flat chord, or yeah. is the B, the B flat as an extension. It could also be seen as like one, like G is the kind of minor five, just going back yeah. between one okay. and minor five, but then kind of step by step root. So B flat, and you have this juicy like nine chord, right? Uh, actually, an eleven chord with the C on top. G B flat D F A and C. G, My keyboard won't G, play all those B notes. Flat, D F A C. Uh huh. 
Uh-huh. So like one, one seven back and forth. Yeah. The second half of the, the second six beats of the measure, I feel like can probably be summed up as like a crazy minor five, not 11 chord. Okay. Right? But, yeah. Or just a minor five with a lot of pretty shit. Also, so worth noting that kind of an odd, odd just like verse chord progression, right? Not like super typical is to have like... I mean, I think it's simplifiable enough into like a pretty basic one minor five progression. That, but it's but it's very ornamented and kind of in a weird way. Yeah. Like it presents these block chords kind of at the beginning, right? Yeah. But then immediately changes the mode. Right. And reiterate reiterate that throughout this whole song, I'm pretty sure throughout the entire song, there's that... Is there a C up at the top? Uh-huh. Let's hear it. My love must be a kind Do you hear, like, the vibraphone A here? Also sounds like they're in like, a humongous hall that's sucking up all the <laughs> So this is all the same. Well, I mean, it's actually G. That makes a small difference, I suppose. Alright. So let's go to. Uh, this is their little chorus. I only have eyes for you. I only Wait, let me figure it out. Let the let me. Okay, so there we would have instead of going back down to B flat, we have a C major, uh, C dominant seventh. Uh -huh, we we add the seventh B flat to F. Correct. Mm -hmm. Let's hear it. Wait, hold up. I don't know if it's cloudy or bright. I only Are we sure? Yeah. I hear the I hear the s Oh the E flat? But the melody. I hear it natural. Yeah, that's what I was saying. F A C and E. No if it's cloudy or bright. Is that six? Sounded like something new. So that one, that F, A, C, E, major mm -hmm. seventh lasts for a while. That's a pretty I, long. And it's pretty with the reverb. Like a, a, a thing is like with reverb, our billions, because it makes the sound last longer. I feel like it really complements longer harmonies. Like it gives the, it gives a lot of space to the chord. And the the reverb has kind of been getting in the way of the ostinato so far, I feel like. 
where it, it, it kind of muddies it up. And this is the first time where the reverb and the harmony are both kind of like the, the reverb extends the harmony and makes this big moment out of it. Like my first thought when I turned on this song was like, holy shit, that's a lot of reverb until, yeah. until this part. Because it's just one chord for a while, and yeah. it really works to have... I don't know, it's a small point. But so you're I saying feel like because there's... reverb extends the sound, mm -hmm. just like reverb... It's like a cave, right? Yeah. Like So we've got like a big kind of echoing reverb, like you would hear in a cave right, or a big hall. So far, it's like this tight Motown 12-8 thing. Yeah, bum, so bum, reverb bum, is bum, almost bum. unhelpful when you're having these fast chord changes, right. because it makes every chord kind of bleed into the other and chord. And muddier. Right. And then this is kind of the first moment in the song where it kind of opens up and kind of sits on one chord and right. sings all the notes of the chord uh -huh. at the same time. And so it all kind of finally is working together. Right. And the and the reverb, I feel like, makes... The fact that the reverb doesn't work in the first part yeah. as well as the second part makes yeah. the second part a little bit more strong. Yeah, that's nice. Let's figure out what that chord is. So we land on this only have eyes chorus with a big F major 7. Uh -huh. Here we go. I don't know if this cloudy or bright. I only Like, it's hard to hear it at first. Yeah. Oh. Okay. It's hard because the reverb, like, is, I swear to God, it's on like a delay of like four or five seconds before the sound is totally gone. And when they change the chord after having been on F for so long, it's like there must be some common tones because it, I, that's why I feel like it goes to six, play it, and then three, play it one more time. Really? I just heard three. Probably three. Three. So we go from this. Which would make sense because the, the melody is really accenting a kind of E minor chord, right? Only have eyes for you. That makes sense. But can we listen to it again? Yeah, one more time. So we're saying it goes, only have eyes. That's an F major seven with this E in the top. And he's singing. E, G, F, E, F. And then we change chords to a three, which would uh -huh. be E minor. Right. You. Let's hear it again. No, dude, I swear it's six. I don't know. Six meaning A minor. Yeah, I only. So like an A minor six four. An A minor. An A minor is uh, four three. With the seven, with the G natural. Yeah. Oh. Okay, one more time. You're right. All right. Okay, let's figure.
figure out this monster. It just sounds like it. I'm, I'm learning that they just copy and paste these chords down sometimes. <laughs> right? <laughs> Does it just go down a half step? And then again? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. All right, so we're thinking <laughs> only have eyes, F major seven, and then, what would this be? I mean, this is like it's, this a, is, it's a Debussy chord. Like yeah, you said. that's why I'm it's saying like this sounds not like not A minor Debussy. or C major. It's got or... that six. If it's A minor, it's got the weird like major six thing going on, or whatever the G natural. Uh huh. It's kind of that like Debussy messy on like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the. It could either be like a major chord with an added six or yeah. a minor chord with an added seven. Yeah. Okay. Um, so major chord, so we go down to kind of an A minor-ish with some added notes, and then we get this big chromatic. Then we're back. Yeah, so it just goes... Ketchup! <laughs> Mustard. Uh, we've got our F major seven down to kind of an A minor with an added seven, and then this D. Is that just what, like D sharp, F sharp, G sharp, B? That's kind of what it sounds like to me. I think you, were, I think you called it. It doesn't go down again though. It just goes it back to C, I think. Really? From from there? So hard to tell with the reverb. And it's like the C stays, <laughs> but they just turn it down in the mix of it. That's why I like the high C, D. It, it defies the harmony. Okay, so our chorus basically was a C, a C dominant seven going to an F major seven. I only have eyes for you. And then it just sits on this. And I think it's with the G too, right? My keyboard won't play all of it. Yeah. It could be. So what is, is this chord, uh, if it was an A minor chord, then this would just be an A flat minor? Yeah. That's yeah. funky. Yeah. Which also kind of makes like a B major-ish, which kind of goes back to C. I don't know, it's fucking weird. See, to me, it would. I feel like it should resolve down to the D to the D seven chord that starts the song and back to C, right? Yeah, because it's so close. But no, we get we get this A A added six A added seven down to like an A flat added seven, basically just sliding chromatically everything down one note, and then just abrupt shift back to our original verse. Of. There's nothing else? What is this dissonant ass chord? <laughs> <laughs> um. See, th this is what I'm talking about with like songs wherein the the complement the complementary kind of like relationship between the tonality and the voice is stronger than just the tonality by itself. For example, I only have eyes for you, keeping to the sea throughout all of the turbulent stuff, as if like it's trying to be distracted but stays focused, right? Mm -hmm. That that goes. 
Even when it's hard, I'm only looking at you. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Hold on. Can we can we pause really quick? I gotta pee. Okay. So we were talking about we got distracted talking about reverb. Um, but yeah, we've got this real fucking funky chorus of uh, F major. This kind of static chord for a while with a really pretty fucking vocal line over it. I think that's the most memorable part of the song is that only have I It's also a polyrhythm, right? You. Resolving down to this kind of A minors thing. And then well, this it also breaks up the beat differently than before, right? Instead of being groups of three. Dun, dun, dun. Right? Instead of being in groups of three, it's in groups of two. Yeah. Only have eyes. Yeah. So it almost it, doesn't it count has, as a polyrhythm when it's this. Slow. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> it's, just yeah, like, it's just a different organization of like the 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 beat. Right? Same, same. But yeah, it's uh the the verse is basically in this kind of triplet style. One, two, well, we should three. define. One, two, we should define. Is this in twelve, twelve eight, or six eight? I would say twelve eight probably. Twelve eight. So twelve eight is subdivided into little groups of three, which Four you can really clearly three. hear in the. One two three one, one two three one two three so that's just pounding throughout the mm -hmm. whole thing which is sick and only have eyes right so then the uh the chorus the verse he's mostly on the on that on that three swing but then in the chorus he gets into this only uh what is it only have eyes what would that be mm -hmm. Right, with uh, with the... Uh... No, 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 it stays G and C, right? Yeah. We should check and make sure of that. But yeah, that's a cool... We'll talk about... We'll get to some vocal stuff in a minute. Let's let's just make sure that's You just that. gotta go through all the harmony, yeah. and that's probably almost most of it. Yeah, that. I think this is almost it. So let me hear... I want to hear that crunchy chord one more time. On deer. Mm. I like that. No, wait, 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 wait. Does it move down? It goes down with it. It doesn't oh. want to be that fucked. Listen. It might change to A there, too. I think it changes to, instead yeah, of G yeah. and C, it goes to A and C. Yeah. It gets G and C and then A and C and then and A G flat and B. Or, yeah, A yeah. flat and C flat or whatever. Okay, Damn it. <laughs> I wanted it to stay. <laughs> well, I guess that probably would have been a little too insane. Yeah. That would have been nuts. like a... <laughs> I want to steal that chord. Little little puro action. All right, let's finish the song. Okay. <laughs> Catch up. But I can't see you. up everybody so we've got a new shift in like the second chorus here dude you're you're on the money with calling it debussy-ish i feel like okay so we've got chorus like, starts the same French. chorus starts the same with our c c7 going to 
F major seven. Uh -huh. I only have eyes for you. So F we go to A C D E. No way. Right. So it's the just F like a D just goes added, up to F sharp. Was that added nine or something? F just goes up to yeah. Okay, yeah, so probably second go. chorus, F major, we've got our only have eyes refrain, and then instead of going down to an A-ish, A-ish 4-3, we go like kind of up this time yeah. to like a D7 added 9. Or like a, like a half diminished chord, <laughs> right? Is that on you again? When he says For you? For you, I think so. Good to see that D7 making a comeback. Mm -hmm. oh. We go back chord? to the we go back to our chord? Wait. So we're on this D7 added nine shit. And then we change to a minor chord. Okay, so what the fuck is all this? Does it go? Hold on, play it again. Two five one in F major, G seven, C seven, F. Now we're on an F seven. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang okay. on. Slow down, slow down, slow down. Okay, so we're on that. So from the D seven nine or the D nine, go back up, back up more. Oh no, here. Yeah. Right. Hang on. The next chord is gonna be a G G nine, minor nine. So two five lines. Okay. So this is making sense. This is pretty typical progression. So we've got a D. What does he say? What What's the word when we go to G minor? So it's before. <laughs> We hit that before we, we get there. So that's like a G minor nine? Seven and nine? Nine, yeah. Cause I think the A is still there. Alright, so we got that. I don't know if so on no, we have our C7. So we're like, we're kind of modulating to F again, which we were in to start with, so it's funky that he made this whole thing going around, but okay. I don't know if we're in a garden. We're back to F. And then we go to, is that? 
D again. D7. D7 now sounds like it wants to go to G minor. Is that that G again? Hold on, you gotta drop me in from like the beginning <laughs> of a phrase. Okay. It... Right, F7. Just F. Oh yeah. B7, B flat 7. Whoa, 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 wait. I just wrote on D7. What happened to D7? Hold up. Major seven. F. F seven. B flat seven. F major F seven. B flat seven? Mm-hmm. No, B flat just dominant seven. You said major seven. Wait. So F seven. F major F seven. Major seven F, F dominant, dominant seven. seven. That leads to B flat. Another dominant seven. Ah. Oh wait. B flat minor. Hmm. Okay. Minor four. I uh, creepy. <laughs> A little sappy, honestly. All so right. we're, we go to the B flat major or dominant seven. What word is that on? Just to keep people. I can't in tell a single word he's saying. It's all <laughs> blah. So we're on this uh, something clouded. What is it? Yes. Yeah, or so on a crowded avenue. B flat seven. B flat seven. dominant seven. B flat major seven. Uh huh. And then B flat minor major seven. With the suspended down to G, I think. Maybe. Let's hear it. One more time. I'm making shit up. Dominant seven. Is that B flat? Yeah. Dominant seven. Major seven. Minor major seven with a suspension, like a minor four. Right? Yeah. And then one. B flat minor major seven, and then back to F major. Yeah. And then we have a funky chord. Let me see if I can figure it out. E major? F major down to E major? So we're on F major? Yep. 
play it one more time. It sounded like the 808s and Heartbreaks, the Paranoid song. <laughs> Minor four. F. Listen, listen, my boy, <laughs> to to one of the voices, like the bass or like the highest one. Oops. <laughs> oh. 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 Avenue, and then we've got our weird chord chain. That's Wait, the same we double, thing. Can we double check though? Yeah. So F. F, and then our theory is that we so go sick. to. Uh, it sounds like some DJ Rashad shit. This cadence right here. The fucking A flat minor seven four three to the C major. That's sick. I mean, I it like makes that. sense. It's almost like instead of it's, it's like got D like sharp jazz voice leading to D it. sharp like B going up to E A yeah. flat F sharp or something. Yeah, like all this. It just slides up a half step, yeah. right? And then like the A flat slides down. 
Or it goes to B flat. All right. No, so we nerd it out. Avenue is an F major chord. Avenue. And then he has to get back and he does it in the weirdest fucking way possible, which is to go to an A flat minor with an added like flat seven, uh-huh. which is the same chord we had from earlier on for you, uh-huh. dear. Right. Which is nice. Uh-huh. It gets back there eventually. And then I think we just play out. Dude, these songs are strange, man. That is that is that is classy right there. We just Woo! we just modulated. Woo! I never. No, even, we didn't. Didn't we go no. to D? Wait, one more time. Wait, sorry. Let's back up really quick. So we go back to the chorus. Woo! Was the chorus any different? No. Maybe it just went to D seven nine G minor seven. Oh, and then had a big five chord like moment. Oh, From D9. G7's in the next one. And then C7, which obviously wants to go to F. But. Okay, one more time. Is there another chord when he goes to the D7-9? Yeah. Is there another chord in there that wasn't there before? Listen to uh, after the I only have eyes part. So this chord? This. Oh, they just, like no, it, they're it doing alternates. a minor with the B flats. But it kind of alternates. You hear how it's like D7 and then it's like this. Oh, you know what it is? I think it's the E natural and E flat. Because there's like this really weird like Bach type. So we've got our D9 thing, basically the same, going back to a G minor seventh with a nine, and then our big C. Let's hear that one more time. Seven, five seven dominant of F, mm-hmm. and it wants to resolve there. Four, 
Here's my final bizarre ass analysis of this is that like C major being the constant thing is his 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 uh his person that he only has eyes for. Wait, let's can we can we theorize in one second? Let's just okay. hear the, we got ten seconds. Is that it? Cause there's some some strong narrative narratives going on here. SpongeBob all right, so we got it Is in my it? Wait, terrible handwriting. I, I need to hear it yeah. all out. <laughs> okay. Jesus fucking out. Christ. Wow. That was fucking unique to the end right there. Yeah. Um, well, that, wait, wait. Really cool thing, too, is that I think each chorus did something different. Yeah. There's three choruses in this song, only have eyes. They start all the same with a C major, going to a dominant, going to mm -hmm. four, which is really typical for yeah, like these Motown for these choruses. Songs. Same thing happened in the other one. And then, yeah, the first time we've got kind of a weird, uh, yeah, like minor to down chromatically, back to the verse, which is the same. Second time we get this D major shit, going to G minor, C7, F major, B flat, B flat, B flat minors, right. F major. Go back to our same weird A flat minor chord. And then this last one, we get this funky ass, like huge C dominant pedal. Trying to go to F four. You. Which is fucking funky. Also speaks to like the like the the home key of the song almost is like a C chord with like a B flat. That's in it. you, dude. Yeah. And that and that like the temptation of F major, right? <laughs> and the final the final test, right? For you. <laughs> okay, let's uh, I'm, I'm gonna get some more coffee and let's let's talk There's about it. There's some real a tonal poetry going on here. All right, so at 58 minutes, <laughs> which is longer than the last song, yeah, we finally uh, we finally have kind of ironed out this whole song uh, to the best of our abilities. Probably got a lot of stuff wrong, but we got like the basic harmonic structure. Can which we we'll try post to play somewhere. it? Um, I feel like that might be cute. Sure. Right? Um, Should I turn on? I'm gonna turn wait, on the can light. I be, I'm gonna be guitar. I'm gonna okay. be. I'm gonna be jazz guitar. Okay, here we go. Our rendition. Uh, yeah. Um. Kind of. Ready? Wait, yeah, hold like, up, hold up. Who should I be? Uh, I'm sitting on a keyboard here. Sure you are. I'm going to be the whistle. I'm going to start. <laughs> uh-huh. Shabbat, shabbat. <laughs> the moon may be high. 
Sorry about that. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, so let's get into let's get into some stuff. We got all the chords. We'll post a picture of it. Um, I gotta say though, you were going too fast with those chords. I know. I sit. I have no ear. I have no memory. I have no. I'm barely here. <laughs> I'm but a noble sentient gas, my boy. I know. I know. But okay. Um, should we do some lyrics, or some? Should we do some like orchestration stuff? Let's really quick wrap up. Oh yeah, you were saying you were saying some shit. So, you, you, right? I, I want to talk really quick while we're fresh on the subject of this song's chords and it's what we call like the tonality or yeah. like um, songs from like just like um, historically up until a certain point, somewhat recently, were like somewhat in a key or a mode mm-hmm. all the time. Right? Yeah. A song has like a, a basic a home that like all the other notes are based off of. Yeah. And a, a modern kind of take on tonality is the idea that like it could be that could be a kind of drama of its own. Is that like a song could maybe have two that pull against each other, right? Two homes. The, two homes. Like two one chords. Right. Sure. Right. Like kind of un, not really knowing whether like C or F is the tonality of this song starting super ambiguously with neither oh I gotta get off the whistles with our intro like the, that that's almost like those WC preludes that start off with those like yeah. random major chords I'm gonna say it again this song feels 
fucking like WC. Yeah. 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 Um, and not to mention that didn't what becomes of the brokenhearted also have a kind of cyclical tonal. It wasn't as dramatic as this one. It just went between like, um, like C major mm-hmm. through D minor and B flat major, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, um, it had a couple, like, it rested, it was, like, at rest, both in, like, B-flat at a point, and It was never, C. it was never at rest. No, but you could call both of those, it's one at a certain right. point. Like, yeah, it modulated exactly. between the two, and was pretty, like, steadily in those two. Right. In and, kind of a cyclic form. And one of the, the, the this idea uh, in Western old dude music mm-hmm. kind of came about through, like, people like Brahms and... And WC, yeah, um, who were chilling like somewhat at the same time yep. for a while, um, and I hate to say it because I hate him, but Wagner also a little bit. Okay, um, we not, don't talk about Wagner. We don't here. talk about Wagner here though. So fuck him. He didn't do shit. Nope. Um, you can go suck a dick. Just a just a in homophobic, a, an, racist yeah. little proto-Nazi. Yep. Um, burn his music. <laughs> yeah, burn his music. Stop having a castle for him. <laughs> it seems absurd. Okay, um, get anyway, track. <laughs> yeah, um, This but, song but has this two song, homes. This song has... Well, no. I would say that this song has one home, and it is C. Because... <laughs> okay. This, this, like... Um, okay, so... The main thing is like C major and F major in this one. Yeah. yeah. And C major feeds into F major and F major can kind of feed into C major. So right. it's like a it it's all comfortable, I suppose. It's not it's not stressful to go from one to the other necessarily. No. I don't think. Like it is from B flat major to C major. Um like that that yeah. adds a certain amount of tension in a certain way. Um, I mean just to yeah, just to like argue with it though, like uh this whole song can kind of be like the the first two chords in this song of like C, the first two chords of the verse like C to like a flat seven or whatever mm-hmm. could also just be seen as like a five to four of course. down to yeah. down to one. So like it's not we've got like a tonality, and our home is kind of C, but like our home is on the edge of just falling down. Right, but to there is F. a conscious effort by the composer to resist. Yeah. F. Um, in the moment, in the final moment that matters, which yeah, is like yeah, this yeah, final yeah, yeah. dominant seven chord, so which is poetic with the words, is it not? Like, yeah. like that, there's a faithfulness implied to like the original tonality that was presented as C with the G C, because it still feels like the tonality is C here with this Mixolydian like. Yeah. Okay, so it let's just talk seems about, kind of bluesy, let's, let's, right? Let's like um, let's let's iron out. I think I know the point you're getting at, which is that the um, the lyrics of the song have uh, a center around yeah, uh, being blind for anyone but you, and you just comes back all over the place for you, dear. Only have eyes for you. You are here, so am I. Only have eyes for you, and at the same time. Throughout the entire song, we've got these C's way up at the top that are pretty much, except for a few moments where they kind of falter, right? they always wind up back at C. Right. So there's also kind of an insistence on these high C's. Mm-hmm. And the song at all times is kind of on the brink of falling away from C and uh-huh. going down to F as yes. our home chord. But 
it always kind of it's resists stick, yeah. going to F. Like, even in our big, like, Adam By movie. ways of, like... Even by strange ways and, like, suddenly... I don't know. I might like show a, a big moment being that we actually kind of resolve finally to F in this... Uh, but on a crowded avenue. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're like, when you're oh out, shit. When you're this... out with a, when you're far away on a crowded what are the words? I don't know before? if we're in a garden or on a crowded avenue. And then that's on an F chord finally. And then it just fucking goes right down to our funky like A flat minor and shifts right back to C major. Uh -huh. Um and then the biggest point would be that at the very end of the song, like this the kind of the it. climax. We've got this huge C major dominant seven, which only ever historically right. wants to go to F. Like we've got this. As it does earlier in the song, right? That's all, it just wants I to go. only, it, it already resolves earlier in the song. Have I, so it wants to go there so much. And then he changes the vocal line a little bit and shifts it back to. For you. So, in this huge moment where it could have finally kind of settled and faded out on the chorus or something in F. Something more more natural. Yeah. I think. Something it way more natural. To stick it out. And it goes for from these this, high C's. It goes from this C dominant 7. For you. That just resolves to. Wait, is the 7 there on that downbeat still? For for you, or is it, or do they take it away? I can't tell. I don't think so. I don't think so. So we resolve from a C dominant seventh. To, a to just a C chord. Yeah. Which, which is sick. Which, yeah, which is like a very... Uh, Super unexpected. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like the most unexpected. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like anywhere else would would have been like... Anywhere else would at least make it so that that C dominant seventh was going somewhere. Yeah. But like, instead it just... <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird like... It nope. just has like a brain glitch and like switches back into its other... Because it's kind of like... So like a C chord... It's almost like I could use this C chord as a stepping stone to where to something else. Right. Nope. I'm happy with C. Yeah. Right. Is that because like, like C kind can of... have C can kind of have like a lot of any chord can have like a lot of different identities. Like you can have like a C chord. You can have a C chord with added notes. When you add notes to C chords, they start to want to like move elsewhere. They right. start to take on like a different shape. It's mm. kind of like a chord wearing like different masks or whatever. So it's wearing a mask right now, but wanting to go somewhere else. It's the C7 chord. It's not really like much of a C chord anymore. It's trying to go to F. And then it just. It's a like, C that's lending its power temporarily to F. To F. And then instead of going to F like it's supposed to, it just like switches max, masks and goes back yeah. to uh, its like weird ostinato function right. from the beginning. It decides to insist on itself as it is rather than like subjugating its power to another tonality. Which, getting back to what you were saying, is. The point of the song being you might be also substituted with C right. for you. And for you, yeah. going back to C is almost like going back to, uh, it's like subverting your expectations. What are all the chords that have the word you on them? 
Um, only have eyes for you. So we changed so back to a C, seven, a C major kind of chord. Yep. Right? Um, this weird one that seems to be like the oddball chord. Dear. <laughs> I like that one. That's one of my favorite things Which in one? the song. For you, dear. Dear. So yeah, one of the funkiest chord. Well, hang on. Let's finish. I only have, I can't see a thing in the sky or on a crowded avenue. You are here. One of the verses starts out with a U. You are here. I'm just trying to see if you can pin a, the word U on any F major chord. So am I. No, I think it's just on those. I can't see anyone but you. Okay. Um, and obviously the very last one. Yeah. Only have eyes for, for you. So, really fucking poetic. And speaks to what you were saying last time, is that hits tend to have lyrics that are connected with kind of the harmonies of the of the Yeah, song. like the tone that use tonality as a and lyricism as a way to express the broader content of why like the human experience of why we do both right yeah. so like like the psychological feeling of like sticking to something of like fidel or like fidelity right or sure. like um or like um and th this is represented in a ton of ways like ostinatos also mm -hmm. right it's the same like a sense of stability, right? The C's up at the top right. over and over again. Right. That, that's the part that never really changes, yep. right? And that's also, like, why we can come back to it and it actually isn't just, like, disappointing at the end when we just keep going, when we go back to it. It's, like, the only part that isn't harmonically, uh, like, tumultuous, right? Sure. Uh, only have eyes for you. That shit changes every time. Yeah. But this one, the, the part that's in C is just the same, right? Yep. Um, and, and would you say that that's like, even like subconscious? Cause like, I had no idea what the fuck was going on in this song. Um, but I mean, so also that, like, like the high C, I mean like that, that seems pretty like intentional, but yeah. it's hard to know for sure with this kind of shit. Like chords are chords and like really in tune musicians, I feel like are really in tune to like the, the, I don't know, like the dramatic context of music yeah. and chords. Um, could I, could I bring up, uh, that like the lyric that always popped out to me in this song is like the super gushy romantic, only have eyes for you, right? Only have eyes for you. The fuck is that chord about when he says dear? Cause it's kind of strange. Like it sounds like it's super fucking romantic. All of a sudden just super spooky when he calls, <laughs> when he calls her dear. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's like a double, it's like a, has, it's a Shakespearean. It has like two meanings, right? Like it's like, he knows the, the temptation, right? That chord is kind of almost a not F major or C major chord. Yeah. It's also like um, a super sexy little chord. It's a very sexy chord. Oh. And I think it, it could be like desire un, un, uh, unestablished in either C major or F major. Just sure. kind of floating there. And, and it, it, I don't know. Um, it is a sexy chord. I always like that one. And it comes back, but not, not, on, a, not on a very like 
momentous thing. It's on that crowded avenue. And then it's just like silent the second time. There's no words over Yeah, that, that one almost seems like more more formal. Like because he did it before, you know? Yeah. And he wanted to use it to go back to C major. Um, what about uh, what about the backup vocals? The fuck is Shabop Shabop about? Because that's also like just if like the if like the C's up at the top are consistent throughout the whole song. The other thing is that Shabop Shabop. Yeah, I mean, like I feel like he just the the composer created a unique texture for the part that he wanted to represent, like the stability of the song, right? Um. Including like shibops. <laughs> I I don't know. Shibop, it could have just been like a purely musical decision because like scatting was more in back then and doo-wop and shit. Yeah. Um But like it's weird it's weird lyrics. Like there there's this like super fucking like gushy romance romance shit over just yeah, just like nonsense backups. <laughs> um Yeah, real like I don't know, I still think like impressionistic-y like it's got like a weird like old like turn of the century kind of like parisian like stupid gay lyric vibe like gay perry shit like crowded avenue if i don't know if we're in on the crowded avenue <laughs> millions go by they all disappear from i view. think there's something kind of like i don't know maybe it's just the cavernous vibe with like right, the, the reverb. reverb yeah and the the like random chords that seem to exist outside of it. Mm-hmm. But there's something of there's like a a more psychedelic influence. Right. To we were this. We that. were talking about this when the when the microphones were off or so. So compared like, to like the the other the other what becomes of the broken hearted, which came later, which, which is yeah. odd. Um this one definitely has like a way more like hippies like also 60s. by like going randomly so flat that like schuberty effect right of yeah like the like i don't know or like those messian chords right yeah i mean literally if you just like take that up i feel like it turns into like one of those um you know what i'm saying uh yeah no i do um I'm trying to find out. I feel like I feel like this movie, this song was in like a movie uh, that was like big in the '60s, but I can't find what it is. But yeah, it's definitely got like a weird. Sorry. Probably has more to do with just like its jazz roots, like that. That yeah. only have eyes for you was like much more like written in that era. Yeah. Whereas this song was written like way before. I wonder what the like original chart for this looks like. Yeah, the original it'd be cool score to, find. to see if how much of the chords are like deviated like, from what the original was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what about like instrumentation and everything? The last one was like full orchestra vibe. This one I feel like is much more chill. Just with like a ton this one of has echo. like a vibraphone and seems to like tr- is trying. That's what I'm saying about like the the psychedelic vibe. Like it's also trying the production itself is trying to be something. Yeah. Like the orchestration isn't just like standard big band shit, and like the the recording isn't just like standard studio room shit. Like it's like there, there, there's a uh, effort by the producer to do something 
with this track and I don't really know what it is, <laughs> but, but it was like, it was some kind of experimental. I feel like, can we listen for the instruments? Yeah. Let's pick them out. So it starts with the guitar in the intro, right? Hell yeah. It sounds like like a timpani also, <laughs> or like a bass drum, right? Do you hear that? Mm, that's not just the speaker. What right? is playing the What's playing the really high notes? Is that yeah, just like just the piano? Is that piano? One more time. My love must be a kind of blind love. Do you hear the la pa As like a vibraphone. Do you hear it though as a vibraphone? Wait, so I hear I hear bass, I hear piano, guitar. What's doing that? The bass? Isn't it higher? Isn't there one higher? Maybe it's not vibraphone. Maybe that's guitar. With like a tremolo on it. Yeah, it's just like bass, bass, backup vocals, drums, piano, guitar. It's also got those like slidey like guitar shit going on. What's that stuff called? Peeking out. Yeah. That's a nice one. We're in a garden. F seven to B flat seven. I remember this shit. B flat minor seven. This song's crazy, dude. <laughs> this song's nuts. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just guitar. I don't think it's actually vibraphone, even though it sounds like it. Why does it sound like there's a horn? <laughs> I think it's just the singer, isn't it? This part's so pretty, dude. D, G minor shit. It's kind of nice that the, that the instruments go into the groupings of two there, too. Only have eyes. Right? 
Yeah. Okay, that's another nice thing to talk about. Wait, so guitar, piano, bass, drums, voice, backup singers. But it um, sounds nuts. Yeah, it, it sounds, sounds crazy with all that fucking like reverb yeah. and like the sliding guitar. Like uh -huh. adds like a super like fucking like. like a, End of the world, trippy. Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, like it's some vaporwave sample shit almost. Yeah, I feel like. Um, wanted to wanted to touch on that one thing though from earlier. We were talking about the um how it goes into two on the chorus, right? The right. only have eyes. Only have eyes. And it okay. So the effect of that also is that it's like pushing against something. Like right. it's really like tense in that Ooh. moment because of that. Which also might speak to the whole, like, trying to always get back to C major and leave mm -hmm. it. Because we're finally on F for the Ooh. first time. Ooh. We're finally on Ooh. F for the first time. Only have I. Right, and he's trying to like, remind himself. He's, like, closing his eyes because F major is so visceral and Right, close. so we've got this really laid back three. Bum, 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 bum. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. It's nice and subtle. And it doesn't sound like it's an F major because of the pedal on up here i yeah. think also it feels like we're at home and then we finally get this like nasty like dominant going to f only and then like the rhythm itself the rhythm starts, starts to like try to rip it apart it, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's like, like shut up shut up shut up and it lasts for a while for you and then we get a chord that reestablishes. Yeah, and then all the weird ass shabab shabab. Dude, shabab shabab is just like is yeah. That's shabab like their shabab little means Sims language. <laughs> <laughs> shabab shabab is just like it's like coming home. Yeah, that's what it means. Is that you're back home? I think you could also view this as um, uh, um, weird ass metaphor for the tonality of jazz music versus the tonality of classical music and the idea of roots. Uh, in Motown having roots in, in like black music over composed music like C dominant seven wants to go traditionally to F, ma F major right. in western tonal music but I think in like jazz music and blues music initially like that was what was so special about it was that like the tension was part of the resolution right yeah and like that the pain is part of the like it's not a safe tonal tonal center right it's like tumultuous yeah but still like affirming um and like i don't know i feel like from a from an arrangement point of view you can also see you can also see like c dominant seven struggling to just stay as a relevant tonal center around all of these other western harmonies yeah. and stuff like that right yeah. does that make sense uh yeah i think so um, it feels like... Because it's a very bluesy hook, right? What do you mean bluesy hook? Like the Mixolydian C for the... Is that common in, like, blues stuff? Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't know that. Um, yeah, I guess. So we've got the, we've got kind of the very, um, the very kind of bluesy, like, verse. And then the chorus just tries to, like, fuck with everything. Mm -hmm. Like, it, yeah. Like, we get all of these nuts chords. Yeah. That it's like he just, like, covers his ears and stops <laughs> singing and is, is, like, trying to remember. Huh. So, there's also that. 
Um, Anything else we can juice out of our of our corny ass analysis? Corny ass analysis. I don't know. Um, singers also really. I I I like I like this guy's voice. I like. Um, only have eyes. I feel like that's like a super pretty line just in and of itself in there for you what's the difference between the four u's in the first three chorus the first two choruses versus the four u what are the notes in it only have eyes for you versus for you you always ends up on a transitionary chord back to c in the chorus right like the like the yeah. five of the five of five the the half diminished five of five yeah right um and then the or like the a the a minor seven and third inversion sure. or whatever or second second inversion um but then at the very end, it's U is under the C tonality. It do, it's not just under something that leads to C. It's under C itself. Yeah. Right. So what makes what makes what makes it what makes it a hit? I stand by my initial hypothesis. It said, "I only have eyes for you," and I think like even what you were saying about like the the hook having like a like a going against like the the rhythm yeah right um and that being backed up by by like the narrative of the song yeah um and it also being in a i only have eyes for you like the accents are correct on uh -huh. what how you sing it it's not i oh, right. only getting back to like have eyes for what, what syllables do you stress right. in words yeah. that you're singing yeah for you like there's so much emphasis on you tonal like and it's a it's like there's not a lot of words it doesn't seem like yeah there's a lot like, of silent like yeah silence singers um, in this song but like a lot of shabab shabab to yeah. fill it in there's a lot of voice but not a lot of words well let's talk about like what what what's like immediately like engaging about it because like that's that maybe is like subconsciously engaging i would argue to a lot of people is that like the harmony and the words work together and stuff like that and it like makes sense like it's so like naturally well like put together that you almost don't really notice it i right. would say so but like what are the things that you like notice in this song definitely like the the bizarre recording of it like with yeah. with the got with like the some intense reverb going on which I is feel kind like of we keep talking about reverb but like even on like the wikipedia page i think it was like referenced that the singer felt like somewhat uncomfortable about all the reverb on it yeah there was some quote um, about him just talking about being really busy and trusting the recording engineer to figure it out and then just coming back and being like holy shit yeah <laughs> like, so the recording engineer who's the recording engineer on this song um where is it uh his name was george goldner can we look up george goldner because made sure the engineer he and richard wait no he's not the engineer george goldner producer i don't know if it was a okay so this is a quote then. from terry johnson i believe he is somebody involved in that wait maybe even not. yeah terry johnson okay so he's the singer terry johnson and terry johnson is a singer of this song 
um terry johnson the quote was uh terry johnson missed the final part of the recording quote i wasn't at the mastering session for only i have eyes for you when that reverb was put on the backing vocals he explains we had jobs to go to so i let george goldner know how i thought everything should sound and he and richard barrett made sure the engineer achieved this it turned out really good however although george liked the song he didn't think it sounded commercial enough to be a single so he told me we'll put it on the album um So yeah, uh, it sounds like Richard Barrett and George Goldner were like the producers of the song and okay. kind of like telling the recording engineer how to do it. Um, it's funny that they didn't think it would be it would be like a like a hit. Uh, I guess you never know. Yeah, no, I, you probably don't. Um, it turned out to be their most famous song though. Uh, what about like? I don't know. It's also like got real good like com commercial value. I feel like like it's like a super just like sappy prom song. Yeah, it's one of these songs that were probably invented for high school slow dances, which yeah. is another crucial element of the hit. But I would also argue like high school slow dances that have like an edge to them, which yeah. I feel like was like starting to be a thing in like the fifties and sixties. Is that like yeah, teenagers this is a were more feeling this way... is a more hip love song. I feel like because of its experimentation in the production and and its like um, chromaticism and like. I don't yeah. know. No, it's it got seems... some like it's got some like early like psychedelic like hippie vibes to it, which I feel like 1959 like right. you're playing for that. like you're playing the song at like prom for like a bunch of teenagers who are like probably all about to go to college and start right. like smoking pot for the first time. Um they're all probably thinking they're like cooler than their parents. Um and like this is some yeah, there's some weird shit in here that like their parents probably wouldn't have liked back then. Mm -hmm. Just in terms of just like it sounds funky. Right. It's got those like slidey guitar shit going all over yeah, the place. It's got the, what's that called? The little bar that you slide around on? The slide. It's the just glass a slide. slide. The glass yeah. slide. The SpongeBob slide. <laughs> uh the Hawaiian. I feel like it has a name, but I just think of it as the glass slidey thing. Yeah. It's not like a, yeah, it's not like a super clean, like, production, like that other song. Yeah. Like, the other song was so just, like... It was like a whole orchestra. Well-produced <laughs> orchestra song, like... Yeah, that wasn't a prom song. Yeah, that's like a pissed off <laughs> macho dude who just got dumped and has, is feeling things for the first time in his life and doesn't know what to do. Um, but <laughs> Which, yeah, this is definitely like has a lot of commercial value as just being like a high school like sweetheart song. And last last time we talked about how like the 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 form and the like the structure of the other song and or like the the vibe of that song didn't really catch on. Like oh, there's shit. not a lot yeah, of yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. with this song, I feel like it totally it's like perfect. is perfect. Okay, yeah. so it, and let's, it, well, let's... it already also probably exists in a vibe that already exists. Let's right? recap. So the last one we did was what becomes of the brokenhearted, which was like super depressed, sad lyrics, with music backing it up that was just super pumped up and right. really kind of positive, right. and just comes off as really confused and angry, right. And we were talking about how that kind of genre of music kind of like fizzled out, or like genre of song that like specific of like, subsect of like yeah, Motown, of like hits. combination of music and lyrical content. Yeah, it kind like, of that doesn't really exist. Yeah, like Whereas, selling the idea of like an angry, heartbroken person. Yeah, we got, trying to keep positive isn't as as commercial as like 
somebody's saying I only have eyes for you. Right. right? So like, that was that was like an example of something. We kind of ragged on that song a lot towards the end in just being like maybe it's not like it was a hit but maybe that's why we don't see songs like that anymore is because right. it didn't really last because mm. it's got a confusing like message it's, it's confused it's it's conflicted this in song its is music. enigmatic i feel like but the other song was confused <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, this song like, this song has a lot of like questions in yeah. it yeah it's got like a lot of spookiness which like holds up to today i yeah. would like argue like it's got this only have eyes for you super deep love song but it's got that like a flat minor like deer like yeah. that's spooky to me to this day like the fuck is going on in this like love song that that right chord shows it up. almost adds like a layer of deception or something like yeah there's that. like some or, like, weird like psychological weird intrigue. extra extra creepy thing that like he's not mentioning quite <laughs> yeah no right the song's got like a lot of like mystery like maybe he's it. lying <laughs> dude but, <nah. laughs> like it's so different from the soberness of like what becomes of the yeah oh yeah the soberness of the verse yeah yeah uh yeah because it's like super like kind of no carefree in one the verse. word and just like uh... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's got a great, like, vibe to it right. still. Um, and, like, holds up. And I would argue totally, like, evolved. Because, yeah. like, this is, like, I would say that, like, the reverb in this song and the crazy guitar and, like, the harmonies and everything, like, really fucking carried through into, like, psychedelic music yeah. in, like, the 60s and 70s. Like, I feel like this is a song that you can look back historically and be like, ah, that, that like... That seems like a like like, like a, a prototype, yeah, like a, yeah, like a yeah, test yeah. Like run a of some uh, of something bigger that's about to come, or like you can see why that would have people would have been like, "Whoa, that sounds crazy!" And like at the same time is like drugs and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I can imagine just like tripping on acid. Yeah, and the like sun I'm, coming I'm stoned on. right now, and that shit <laughs> sounds crazy. Um, um, but yeah, no. So like this is like. I would say this song also is a hit because of just like a complete like marriage of like words and like vibe, just kind of general like content. And drugs at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Which is Which something is that I feel like, yeah, it is important. <laughs> I feel like something that's happened since then is that like the musical vibe has to match the drug vibe of the time <laughs> yeah as well like like in, if it's like the 80s it's got to be like, like coked up and yeah like, yeah 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 like yeah. super poppin like, and electronic and, and then like in the super 90s wired. yeah in the 90s you've got like heroin and crack yeah and like, then like nirvana yeah just like grungy right? like grungy shit. Like, yeah or like drone shit 2000s um, you get like ecstasy and just yeah, like edm uh -huh. and like yeah. tripping uh Right now, I don't now know it's what like we're a in. pharmacy party. <laughs> <laughs> right now, everybody's just on fucking opioids and yeah. ODing. Everybody's on everything. Everybody's just sad because nobody like, nobody knew how to quit <laughs> 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 any of the drugs that they started. <laughs> um, so now everybody's just on their own thing. Or I mean, like the entire genre of like trap, trap and hip hop is all just drug based. A codeine, yeah, probably. Oh, fuck codeine. We're in like the age of codeine. Yeah, like chopped and screwed. Like oh, shit. This is a big, this is a cool, and we should do a whole thing about this. Uh, um, yeah, no, but like this song, yeah, I would argue that it's like but a this hit. is like the age of acid and pot, right? Like, I mean, 59 up, is like the, yeah. everybody's like, it's like simmering just it's, beneath yeah, everything. Like, yeah. this is like, still in the age of like acid Ginsburg being like Ginsburg and all them and Kerouac and, like, and shit are yeah. like doing doing psychedelic drugs and they're like tr going on a tour to get preschoolers to do <laughs> Molly with their moms or whatever. <laughs> Um, um, 
Yeah, but like definitely a hit just because of like, I mean, all of those like societal societal factors really play into this song. I would say is that it's like, it's like, edgy. I mean, like yeah, it's got it's got a lot going for it. And I would say it was like a, I mean, I don't want to say better song than the other one, but like I I think it's like, it's more it relevant today. Yeah, like to, it to more people. I think like I would say it's more of like a classic. Like the other one kind of felt like you were like looking at like a time capsule. This yeah. one's definitely got like a like a Yeah, like I'd sit back and listen to this. Yeah. Like I wouldn't sit back and listen to what becomes <laughs> like that song kind of hurt to listen to that many times. <laughs> I I feel like this song I'm more and more into the more times we listen to it. Or so um interesting. Interesting. Dope singer too. Dope band. Yeah. Dude, the riffing, the backup singer riffing, especially in that one, like, yeah, the one in the in the third chorus when it kind of alternates. When it goes to the, the D. It's got that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the this chord and the. Yeah. No, like fucking gorgeous ass, like barbershop quartetti kind of vibes. Shabop, shabop. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. There's also like the element of like it's uh, it's combining a lot of different elements of music. Like it's got again like these very lush harmonies that are inspired by like learned learned Italian Brooklyn kids that like probably went to a ranging school or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then also you have like the blues harmony and tonality of yeah. like the Mixolydian like. With the like six eight, yeah, kind of like, like prom, prom slow dance, slow thing. dance or something like yeah, like I just think the of, weird like, back like to the Hawaiian slide guitar thing <laughs> yeah, going weird, on in the yeah, background, yeah, 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 like the slidey, like almost like tropical Fall feeling, right? With the with the duop shit, yeah, you've got like the. It's like a very pleasant mixture of a lot of things that yeah. were happening at the time. Kind of a big amalgamation of like a lot of different musical identities. Yeah. But all like super cohesively packed together. Mm -hmm. Like none of it sounds like out of place. Right. And it's all put into place by the narrative that's trying to be expressed mainly. And everything is like grouped in a hierarchy of like what the text is trying to express. I yeah. feel like. And everything has its moment. Shabab shabab. Shabab shabab, motherfucker. Which is you... All right. Wait, I want to play you. Uh, I want to play you. So, Party Supplies was uh, one of Action Bronson's producers, along with like Alchemist and all those guys. And back in 2012, I think, when Blue Chips came out, they had this sample. That's really fucking good. That shit is crazy. She had the sweetest scent I ever smelt a woman have Skin would glisten like reflections off the bluish jag She had a Jewish dad 
And the Jamaican maid started hanging the strippers and dropping the zippers and selling the pussy for paper to play. Crusty feet like she hiking for days and living in the mountains. At the park, she pissing the fountain, shit on the Michigan Tower. She quick to split up an owl. She loves some dick in the bowels. Dabble the crystal, polish the pistol, powder her sniffles with flour. Straight Fleischman in a private part of her pussy pocket. Randomly pussy farting, sold at the hookers auction, left as a crooked orphan, wrapped in a sports section, box score, fake black rubber cock in a top drawer, but... Yeah, I think kind of switches out. It's a fucking good sample, though. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, cool. All right. We're out. We know exactly why it's a hit. If you... And now all of you billions do, too. Yeah, man. We're the final word on this. We're the final word on this fucking subject, and fuck you. Uh, we'll put our little analysis up. We'll uh, keep doing songs. I feel like we... we 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 caught two kind of different ends of the Motown spectrum. I think maybe we should we should move on next to to a new year, a new genre, perhaps. What about a hit from today? A hit from today, a hit from. I want to go through. I want to go through all these all these genres and like the decades they're in, and talk about drugs and all of them. Um, also, I think we should go back further. I want to I want to figure out why everybody fucking likes Elvis so much because I just <laughs> Fuck hate Elvis. Elvis. But I think it might be important to figure out what the fuck's going yeah. on. Um, but yeah, we out here always. Uh, that was uh, that was the flamingos. Only have eyes for you. Composer Harry Warren, lyricist Al Dubin. <laughs> flamingos made up of uh, Terry Johnson, Starling Newsom, <laughs> Stan Princeton. These are crazy names. Uh, cool. They're all dead. They're all dead? I think so. Damn. They were a pretty old when Rest this beef. came out, I think. Maybe they're still alive. Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, Nobody's yeah. here for this. Oh, no, he's still alive. Who? He's from Baltimore, the lead singer. We should we should mail this to him in an <laughs> undisclosed letter <laughs> on a USB. With a, with a little note card with a thumbs up written on it. <laughs> good, good hit. <laughs> good hit, bud. <laughs> no, whatever. Good job, Motown. Good job, uh, Only Have Eyes for You. Killing it. Killing it. We're out here. 1959. 19, uh, oh yeah, 1959. Shit. Almost 50 years ago. Wait, no. More than 50 years ago. Almost 60 years ago. It's crazy. Five billion. <laughs> My love must be a kind of blind love. I can't see anyone but you. Are the 